And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the Skype line with us today is Dr. Richard L. Pratt, Jr., President of Third Millennium Ministries. Richard, it's an honor to have you with us today. Thanks, Dan. I'm glad to be here with you. I think I came across your name some years ago. Perhaps it was a book I read. I forget what it was. But, Richard, um, could you tell us a little bit about Third Millennium Ministries and what you do there? Yes, I'm glad to. Uh, I am the president of a ministry called Third Millennium Ministries, and the goal of this ministry, Third Millennium, can be summed up in three of our taglines, which are biblical education for the world for free. That's what we're all about. And when we say biblical education, we have in mind seminary-level education, the kind of educational materials and curriculum that pastors receive when they go to seminary, a two-year program in seminary. And when we say for the world, we actually mean for the entire world because most pastors in the world today have very little opportunity to get the kind of knowledge and experience of the scriptures and theology that they need to have. And so we are trying to accomplish the goal of making seminary education available to every Christian leader everywhere in the world in their own land and in their own language. And then the last tagline for us is for free, biblical education for the world for free, because uh, we do believe that there's no reason to charge, especially those around the world who have so very little to pay for an education. And often money is an obstacle to Christian leaders receiving the kind of training in the Bible and sound theology that they need. So that's what Third Millennium is about, biblical education for the world for free. It's interesting. As I listen to you describe that, there's some similarities, at least, to the ministry here, because uh, we're also uh, not-for-profit ministry, and we don't charge for airtime, all that. So I'm thinking, wow, he's going through some of the same challenges, even though we're much smaller, similar to uh, the radio ministry, where apparently it's it's a listener-supported on this end. I would assume that Uh, Some folks are supporting uh, Third Millennial Ministries. Yes, lots of God's people around the world, I'm happy to say around the world, actually are very generous in helping us produce the kinds of materials that we produce. Because while we give it away for free, it's not free to make by any means. That's right. And so, and people who realize that are often very generous to us. And the, the reality is, is that people are becoming increasingly aware of the need for this kind of service to the body of Christ. And so as they are aware of that and they see those great needs out there, not just around the world, but even here in the United States and in North America, it's um, they find it valuable to see that God is using something like Third Mill to reach the leaders of the church that don't have other kinds of opportunities. Well, I'm just delighted. I've checked your website, and uh, under your historic evangelical doctrines and doctrinal standards, uh, you point to the same thing that Redeemer points to. So I feel right at home here talking with you today, (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Pratt. That's great. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit about training of leaders. I know that's where the Lord has brought your heart, and uh, you have uh, a great interest in this. And there is a dire need, I think, to anyone tuning the dial or tuning the TV channels, they realize, wow, what a what a crazy lot of people are out there uh, talking about all kinds of things. We really need um, men of God focused on the historic Christian faith and the person of Christ. And um, maybe you could help us understand 
What do you do? And talk about your burden, that, that of training leaders. Right. Um, I, I was a seminary professor and very happy seminary professor, and God blessed the, the work for over 20 years. And I taught Old Testament. That was my specialty. And it was a good thing. And I don't have any regrets for having spent that time. But as I did that, I also became aware of the fact that most pastors and most church leaders around the world do not have the opportunity to take advantage of something like a seminary. Mm-hmm. This is especially outside the United States. In fact, where the church is growing the fastest, there is the least opportunity for Christian leaders to learn the Bible and sound theology. And they're actually stuck with the best they can do, which is often uh, what we see on Christian television right here in the United States. Oh, well. In fact, that's where most Christian leaders today, most pastors and church leaders, get their training in the Bible and the theology that they teach and preach is they get it from Christian television coming from America. Mm. And if, if you've looked at any of that, or if any of your listeners have looked at any of that, then you know that that's, that's hardly the best kind of teaching you can, you can hope for in the church, but it's what most Christians in the world today face. Yes. And that is pastors for whom Christian television is their for all practical purposes, their only resource for learning the Bible and Christian theology. Yeah, that sounds um, quite disastrous, actually, to a a deep, proper Christian training. Um, It's wonderful that you're able to somehow contact these people that are in need of this training. How do you reach out to them? Well, it is wonderful what God has done, and I can say that this is clearly the work of God, because... um, I am nothing more than an Old Testament geek. That's what I am. And um, I spent most of my life studying the Old Testament and working in it in esoteric subjects and ancient languages and things like that. But So I don't have the natural ability to reach millions of people with anything, much less with the kinds of materials that we're talking about here. But God has made that possible, and he's done a great work in many countries in the world and with hundreds of thousands, even millions of people who regularly use the curriculum that Third Millennium produces. And I think one of the keys to the extent to which this is true, how many people are using it, is the fact that we are producing something that is deliverable. It can be given to people at every level of technology you can imagine. So if a group Let's say in South Sudan, for example, if the only thing they can make they can use in their context is paper, printed paper. Well, then our, our whole curriculum is available in print, and so they, we are actually used in groups of pastors and church leaders in an old sort of old style correspondence course where you read and you fill in blanks and things like that. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a wonderful thing. But if a group has audio and if that's all they have, then they can get the whole curriculum, the very same teachings in audio only. But um, Third Mill also creates what we could call video lessons, which is the same material again. And so it were distributed on things like thumb drives, on flash drives for computers, and hard drives on computers, and DVD, and micro SD cards, and things like that. And then the next level up for us in technology is mobile devices. So we, we have apps for every mobile device known to humanity, and we are used in wild and uh, distant places in um, on little like video tablets and mobile phones and those kinds of things. And the next level up for us is online. 
often uh, people think if you just put everything online, then everybody can get it. But actually, the reality is that most Christians in the world today still do not have ready access to online. And uh, so, but our curriculum is there for those that do have it. And then the highest level of technology for us and is uh, satellite television broadcast so that our materials are broadcastable and are, in fact, broadcast by satellite in many different places in the world. I often joke and tell people we are broadcast into Muhammad's living room in Mecca twice a week, <laughs> and we are by satellite television. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, this is, this is great. Um, I think of my son-in-law, who's very busy, and he probably doesn't have time to sit down and read a book because there's so many constraints, but one thing he likes to do is listen to audio books while he's on the move. And uh, probably uh, your uh, your approach would help a guy like that and many others who uh, are actively doing something, and yet they can plug in and, and listen to an audio stream or via iPod or something like that. Right. Yeah, we do have a number of people um, who tell us that they enjoy listening to the lessons as they're driving their cars, as they're commuting to work and things like that. And um, and that is that is a really good way to do it. And people can download them uh, from the website for free and they can put them on their um, on their devices in their in their cars and listen to them. It's not like listening to a simple lesson. But then again, we do work very hard to make it understandable because you have to know something about the pastors of the world today. According to the experts, the average pastor in the world today has an, a seventh grade education, mm-hmm. a seven years of education. So you have to be very careful to make things clear and make things concise uh, so that people with less education than a university degree can understand it and can use it mm-hmm. for the glory of God in the church. As you train your pastors, can you give us an example of some of the material that you cover? Yeah. it's The curriculum that Third Millennium has created parallels what you would find in any standard, ordinary seminary in the United States, Canada, or Western Europe. And usually what that means is it's a, two, it's a two-year program, and usually in these programs you will have survey courses for the Old Testament and survey courses for the New Testament, And then you have a variety of topics under systematic theology. And we have the correct number of contact hours or class hours and all those kinds of things that you would find in a normal accredited seminary curriculum in the United States or Western Europe. Mm, That's very good. How does your students respond to this? I'm assuming it's positive. Well... Well, certainly I'm not going to tell you any negative criticism we get, but the reality is we seldom get any complaints at all. The biggest complaint we have we receive from people around the world is, why isn't there more of this? When's there going to be more? And then when we deal with people that cannot understand the languages that we do work in, uh, they often ask, why, why isn't this in my language? Too? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, we have five core languages that we produce these materials in here in our offices in Orlando, Florida, and they are English, Russian, Latin American, Spanish, Mandarin, and modern Arabic. Those are our five core languages, but then there are third parties or other ministries that translate our materials into about 13 other languages as well. But there are still some languages out there that have not been touched. I mean, for example, we are in Mongolian. In fact, we're broadcast on television in Mongolia. 
Uh, we're in Amharic, which is the language of Ethiopia. We're being produced in French and in Swahili and uh, languages like that, that that your listeners would be familiar with. But there are plenty of languages where we still have not even begun to produce our materials. And one one country that we often get requests from is the country of Pakistan oh, yes. or the language Urdu. And believe it or not, and you wouldn't know this from watching the news, but there are lots of Christians in Pakistan. Oh, praise the Lord. And lots of evangelical Christians in Pakistan who believe in the scriptures and love Christ and are evangelizing at great risk to their safety, to their family's safety. And they cannot have traditional, formal Bible schools and seminaries in the country of Pakistan because it's just way too dangerous for them. Right. And so they, they do look a lot for resources that are online and other ways to get the kinds of resources that they need. And so they often stumble upon us or they find us by word of mouth. And a lot of them do speak English well enough that they, they are able to benefit from our materials. But then again, they often will email us and say, how much longer until this curriculum is in Urdu, their language? Because as they say, there are thousands of pastors in Pakistan that need to be taught the Bible, need to learn sound theology. And this is one of the resources that is best for that, in their opinion. And so they push us really hard to do that. Today we're talking with Dr. Richard L. Pratt, Jr. He's the president of Third Millennium Ministries. And their goal, as he's already described, is a biblical education for the world for free. And it's that last part that just astonishes me, Dr. Pratt, that um, this can be given out to people really in need for free. And it implies strongly that the church, uh, us Christians, are the ones that are to get behind something like this so that training of leaders can be shared across those who have and give to those who do not have. I'm particularly encouraged by the fact that this is a a confessionally-based ministry. It's solid. It comes from someone who's been teaching for many years at the seminary level, at a trusted seminary. What about people here in the United States? Um, Suppose there's a young guy, he's got a normal job out there, or whatever that is, a job out there, and, you know, he's been thinking about, I'd like to do seminary, I don't have any money, I don't have any time, but you know what? I can listen to some audio. Do you find guys like that coming to your doorstep? Sure. Um, I'm happy to say in two ways, what I'm, the statistic I'm about to give you, only 42% of the millions of people that come to our website every year are from the United States. Uh-huh. Now, that's 42%, so that's a lot. Yes. But at the same time, I am happy to say that the other the other percentage of our traffic comes from other parts of the world. But what that does say is that there are lots of people in the United States who see the value of this for themselves. And we are used in Sunday school classes. We're used in Bible studies and groups and things like that. We have some nice series, for example, on the Apostles' Creed. That is um, a good series that can be used in a group for group discussion and those sorts of things. And um, I'm also happy to say that in the United States of America— Many people don't realize that this is true, but according to the experts, the fastest-growing group of Christians, evangelical Christians in the United States of America today, um, is Spanish-speaking Latinos. Uh Uh-huh, yes. 
and um, not those that speak English well, but those that do not speak English well. And if you are in the southeast or in the southern states of the United States, and you know this is true, you can hardly avoid it. And even in fact, this is the way it is in most parts of the United States these days. But here's the problem. And that is that there are very few, very few opportunities for Spanish speaking church leaders and pastors to receive the kind of training in the Bible and theology that they need so desperately. And they know they need it. The vast majority of them do not want to be stuck with what they can get off of Spanish Christian television uh, and the few books that they can find, but rather they want something that will be solid and will be reliable and will represent historic Christianity and is something that can actually build up their churches in the faith. And so we find that there are many, many Hispanics who basically only speak Spanish or largely only speak Spanish uh, who are using our materials and are delighted to do so. In fact, we have a seminary in Mexico, San Pablo Seminario in Merida, Yucatan, Mexico, that actually runs a program, online program in the United States in Spanish and English for those Latinos in the United States who are desirous of having a program that's associated with the seminary. And so that's a that's a wonderful, wonderful gift from God, and we are seeing more and more fruit from that. Well, this is very exciting. Um, and also, regarding the, the um, Spanish-speaking Latinos, that's one of your five primary language groups that you do work in. It is, Latin American, Spanish. Yeah. And, you know... The, Here's the here's the reality. It's an it's a reality in the in North America and it's a reality in Western Europe also. And that is that the fastest growing evangelical churches in those areas are immigrant churches. Hmm. Uh, in Europe it's primarily African immigrants and Middle Eastern immigrants. We often think that the if you watch the news, you get the impression that every immigrant that is coming to Europe now is Muslim, but that's not the case at all. In fact, if you go to London, you'll, you'll discover very quickly that the fastest growing churches in London are Nigerian, for example. Mm. Uh, lots of these people who are coming from Africa and they also even from the Middle East are Christians, and they are on fire. Mm -hmm. They are excited about their faith. They, they actually believe <laughs> what the Bible teaches as best they understand it. They're evangelistic, they're reaching the lost, and they are committed to this faith of ours. And the same is true in the United States of America. The enthusiastic groups are, by and large, the immigrant communities. Mm -hmm. And the unfortunate thing is, is that our, our schools, both in Western Europe and in the United States, are not oriented toward these communities. Right. Instead, they seek to train tra their traditional population as it were, of those areas. And, so, and as a result of that, the immigrant churches are neglected and they are left to uh, the worst kinds of abuse that you could possibly imagine a pastor giving his churches and often naively because these pastors simply don't know any better. Mm -hmm. A pastor could be out there, wonderful heart, loves the Lord, and just hasn't had the opportunity of sufficient training. Uh, this is a this is a great opportunity. This is Third Millennium Ministries. It's found at thirdmill.org. That's common spelling, T-H-I-R-D-M-I-L-L dot O-R-G. Wonderful opportunity. You get a biblical education, and it's for free. You really can't beat that. Now, um, suppose somebody wants to take a course, Dr. Pratt, how would they go about doing that? 
Well, the easiest way for someone to take advantage of what Third Mill offers would be to go to the website. If you have, if you can go to a website, you can go to our website, and you'll notice there, even on the very front page, it has a big word on the front that says watch. And if, if you click that word watch, then what it does is it just lays out all the courses that we have, all the classes that we have, and you can then find the, those very classes, those seminary-level classes in video, and you can find them in audio, and you can also find the manuscripts of, the, of those lessons right there on that page on our website. And lots of people do that because what they want is simply to do things as they want to do it, how they want to do it, when they can do it, and they often find it to be very helpful. Some people prefer reading. Uh, fewer people prefer reading <laughs> more and more these days. Yeah. Uh, some people prefer having it in audio so they can listen to it while they're on the bus or while they're in the car, that kind of thing, or while they're doing housework. Others do prefer the video. And I should just say why they often prefer the video. Uh, when we, when I say our lessons are video lessons, they are not what we might call videos of talking heads. Uh, we, I often joke and say that most seminary professor types who are like our teachers on our videos, they're not really ready to hold your attention for hour, an hour on a video lesson. So we don't, we don't take videos of a professor standing in behind a podium reading his notes to you and things like that. Instead, okay. the style of our videos is much more like a History Channel documentary series. And by that, I mean we have a host that's a live person that is there and you hear some things from him. And then you'll also have through the lessons scattered about our interviews, two minute, sometimes one minute interviews from teachers from all around the world, uh, from every country you can name. Practically, you'll find Christian teachers in these little interview spots. But the bulk of the lesson, at least 85 percent of every single lesson is devoted to maps and charts and 3D animations and artwork with music background and sound effects and things like that, like you would expect, uh, more like on a History Channel documentary. And the reason for this is, on the one side, it helps with the attention span of people, helps them understand difficult concepts much more easily. If a picture is worth a thousand words, then a good 3D animation is worth a million words. Oh, yeah. And, and I have seen concepts that took students in a traditional seminary uh, weeks to understand, conveyed and understood by someone watching some of our videos in just a matter of minutes. It's just astonishing how much the visual helps. But in addition to that, when we translate these materials into other languages, you can imagine that having these animations and these maps and these charts and graphics and the like, that, that that's a lot, it's a lot easier to translate those things than it is to try to lip sync a professor standing behind a podium for an hour. Mm. And so... And so when I say we have video and that it can often be very helpful to people, it's, it's not the kind of video that most people would think in terms of. Not a simple lecture with a, maybe a PowerPoint slide here or there, but rather full-scale, um, full-on animations and the like that actually make the concepts very clear. Oh, this is marvelous. I, I'm really enjoying this myself, just learning about it. And uh, just looking at your course catalog here, just give the listener an, an example um, they have things like the Apostles' Creed that Richard just mentioned. Uh, we believe in God. We believe in Jesus. What is man building your theology? And it just keeps going. Kingdom, uh, covenants and canon of the Old Testament, uh, kingdom and covenant in the New Testament, the Pentateuch, everything is there. So this would this would provide a tremendous foundation for any pastor that somehow 
finds himself trying to lead people uh, without sufficient education. Um, Richard, we have maybe a minute left. Any other uh, things that you want to add before we uh, end today? Yes, well, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to share this ministry with other people. And let me just encourage your listeners to come and take a look. Come to the website and take a look. And uh, be in prayer for us, because as God provides, we are seeking to make seminary education for church leaders as ubiquitous as Coca-Cola is in the world. <laughs> One of Coca-Cola's first slogans was, never more than a mile away. Yes, And that's what we want seminary education to be, never more than a mile away, in the hands of every Christian leader everywhere in the world, every land, and every language. And by God's grace, that can be done. Yes, amen. And perhaps there's a listener out there that really has a vision for something like this, of training other leaders around the world. Uh, I would encourage you to go to thirdmill.org, and there's a way that you can connect with these folks and give. Even if you're not going to take the courses yourself, this is a a ministry of God. So, uh, Richard uh, Pratt, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Dan. It's been a pleasure. And, dear listener, you can find this up on our website, this interview. We're found at RedeemerBroadcasting.org. Please join us next week for another edition of A Plain Answer. Amazes me, your love.